0: This is The Ramsey Show, where we help you get control of your money, get ahead in your career, and get on the path to living well. I'm Ramsey Personality, George Camel, joined today by Dr. John Deloney, and we are excited, even pumped, to take your call. 888-825-5225 is the number to call. We'll talk about money, life, relationships, boundaries, horses, rock and roll. It's your show, America. I Before we take a call, we're pumped, huh? Yeah. Nope. I
1: decided I'm going to be nice to George. We are pumped, America. I like pumped. What else would you say, John?
0: Enthused. I'm just. I, can we just say happy? No. We have to say pumped. We're happy to take your like call. Like we're an
1: old basketball Listen. that somebody found in the in the yard. And hey, was like, page oh, his
0: Put some air in. This when you thing. drive, you call the shots. You right, normally say stoked. Like your 12 year old skate Yeah, I'm jazzed, dude. Jazz, stoked. Choose your boy. Adjective. He said, "See you later, boy." See, like I'm jazzed. I'm stoked. I'm ready to rock and roll. Or, I'm pumped. All right, we know how John feels now. Thank you for that. Cool. I'm a deflated
1: basketball. Ready to go get it, America. Let's let's do this. Let's move
0: on to someone who hopefully likes me more than John, and it's JW in Atlanta. What's up, JW?
2: Hey, how's it going, guys?
0: Great. How can John and I help today?
2: So, I just heard of the Ramsey method and Dave Ramsey uh, this past week. So, I'm very new to everything. Welcome to the gang, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like I, I w- I've been doing the Ramsey Method my whole life, but didn't know that somebody was out there doing it. Some, some
1: people call um, it common sense. <laughs> it's, it's, it doesn't seem to be very common anymore. You're correct, you're correct.
2: But um, I'm debt-free. Um, I do owe on my house. I owe about three years left, and I had my house paid off. I'm 31 years old. Um, I've got college accounts for two of my kids, which is all of my children. Um, I've got my Roth, IRA, uh, my Roth IRA and 401k accounts. Um, I've been saving for retirement since 18 and I've been stacking my money away, but right now I'm struggling cause I want to buy a camper for my family. Uh, we like to go camping, but I have two little girls, five and seven. And between my little girls and my wife, I've been told that we're done camping if there's not air conditioning <laughs> and a toilet that they don't have to walk to in the dark. Hey,
0: I'm with them. It's ridiculous, JW. You don't have to put up with this. John thinks he's bare grills yeah. out there and I'm you know, my parents didn't immigrate to this country so I could sleep in the woods <laughs> with no toilet. That's right. how I feel. George
1: camps at a Marriott. Right. <laughs> he's like, Hey, honey, exactly. tonight. No room service. We're going to rough To it. me,
0: slumming it is like we're going to the day's in. We're really going to rough <laughs> it. Right. Yes. I love it. So, J.W., what's this camper going to cost?
2: Uh, well, I, I've never bought anything with a payment, and I'm not going to this time either. Uh, I've got about eight or $9,000 that I could spend on it.
0: That's outside of your emergency wa- fund? Yeah. Okay.
2: So what I'm wondering is should I go ahead and buy the camper enjoy the memories with my kids while they're still little, or should I take that money and put it on the house and try to knock another year off of paying for a house and try to put it off down the road for a couple more years.
1: Mm. I, let me just answer how I've done this in my house. Okay. And then George can actually give you real wisdom <laughs> with actual math. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I have a very similar situation to you. My kids are six and 12, okay? Um, I chose to split the difference. And what I've chose to do is we now go to campsites that have like a little cabin that we can rent that has little air conditioners Mm -hmm. in them. And that has been a lifesaver for, in fact, that's been a fun game changer for me and my family. Cause I love camp and I love being outside. My wife's actually way better camper than me. I'm actually more like George than I care to admit. Um, but it's also, it's just a pain, right? And there's, it's a hassle that when you're traveling with kids and stuff and all that. So, um, we have found some really remarkable success going to KOAs across the country and staying in cabins um, next to lakes and rivers and all kind of stuff. And we get, the, get to close the door, get an air conditioner, and I don't have a payment of a camper. I will own a camper at some point, and it will be cool, and it will be nice. I'm choosing in my house to pay my house off before I go buy a camper. I don't know, George, and I'm looking at you, that that's wrong the other way around.
0: I don't think in this situation there's there's a right or wrong exactly here. Right. If you saved up and paid cash, and you're in baby steps four through six, there's nothing wrong there. You're still being very intentional. But to John's point, I probably wouldn't go out and spend 50 grand on a camper. And spending 9 grand oh on God. a camper is not going to get you much of a camper, if we're going to be honest. Yeah, campers are expensive for four right people now, man. with a, you know, a bathroom. Yeah,
2: well they're used to me being a cheap ass so They know I'm not
1: hey my family is too brother my family is too um, <laughs> yeah they
2: they know they know there's gonna have to be some work to be done with this thing when we buy it before we can ever take it out because we're gonna get a deal
1: <laughs> right um it may be that um you camp with your buddies. And you take them on, again, it's one of those things that like, I've got this picture of my life. And now that once my kids reach a certain age, I have to be an adult enough to say, okay, my picture of what we're going to be doing is going to be very different. And I had these pictures of my daughter and the deer blind with me and my wife, it's not going to happen. And so I have to just grieve that for a second and be like, oh man. And then I got to be about, okay, what's the thing, what's the right thing for our family now? Um, I would not put nine grand into a crummy trailer with the idea that I'm going to fix it up and please all the women in my house.
0: JW, what's your income household?
2: Uh, Well, it's just me that works. Um, I make about 70,000 a year.
0: Okay. And uh, what vehicles do you have right now? Anything with a motor in it?
2: Uh, right What's that now, I've got to? my truck.
0: What's that? What's it add up to as far as the worth of those vehicles? Oh, $6,000 between both of them. Wow. JW, I'd probably enjoy upgrade, your life. I would probably upgrade those before buying a camper. Yes. Well, this
2: is brand new, baby. I just got this thing.
0: <laughs> hey, and uh, George asked a great question
1: I forgot about. I have a buddy of mine who bought an incredible camper. And that meant he then had to go buy an F three fifty to pull it, and so the camper oh, yeah. turned into a whole other purchase too, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I I've been looking, and I can find small ones that I can pull behind my truck, no problem. And you know, the it question is, like is, your family going to want to stay in that?
0: Because it sounds like you're going to get the <laughs> dumpiest camper ever, and they're going to have a miserable time, and uh, they were better off camping in the backyard. JW, you're a man after my own heart, my I brother. I love this guy.
1: I know you're one of my favorite yeah. calls I ever t- took. Hey keep being, here's the thing, sit down with your wife and get to the bottom of it. Okay. What's, what's a good vacation for our family. And if you need some woods time, which I'm a guy who does, I need that. Um, that might be something that you do separate and apart or take one kid with you or something like that. And family vacations, family time may look differently. And I will tell you this, my brother, having learned this the hard way, it's okay to spend money on time away with your family. I have been the cheapest, uh, I, I'm ashamed at myself when I look back and see how I have neglected um, going to do some nice things, going on some trips, going on some vacations in the sake of I've got to save this money, I've got to save this. Oh, I got a deal! I got a coupon on top of it
0: dude just take your wife out take your kids out and if you have to have to go get a cabin at koa for a couple yeah just budget for if you want to go camping seven times a year just budget for that and go all right it's gonna be a thousand times each time we do that thousand bucks seven thousand dollars for the year we can do that every year and it's still cheaper than buying a real nice camper way cheaper and go rent your buddies which is sitting in his driveway that he uses way less than he thought he would and he'll give it to you for 200 bucks for the weekend there you go this is the ramsey show
3: Did you know statistically when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance.
0: This is The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, host of the Fine Print and Entree Leadership Podcast. Joined today by Dr. John Deloney, host of The Dr. John Deloney Show. You can find all of those shows on The Ramsey Network, YouTube, podcast, you name it. We are there for you. It's a free call today, 888-825-5225. Graham joins us up next in Grand Rapids. Graham, welcome to the show.
4: Hi, thanks for taking my call.
0: Happy to take it. What's going on?
4: So I was looking at Ramsey Solutions website in regarding to investing, and I saw that Ramsey Solutions advocates for mutual funds and is very against bonds as an asset to use. And I was curious if you could flesh out why that is. Uh, I read some articles on the website, but I didn't find them fully satisfactory.
1: Mm -hmm. So I wanted to- what's, What's not satisfactory? I'd love to hear your take.
4: So it really came down to the lack of return of investment, rate of return. And I know it's the most important metric with an investment, but it's not the only metric. And I it felt a little one-dimensional in its analysis.
1: Meaning in your analysis being there's the other side, which is the perception that bonds are somehow a, uh, a, a it's, like, it's like when you buy drywall that's fireproof, like this will stop the fire. And it's like, so it's, it's your protection, right? It's not so much protection. It's that the bonds is serving a, a slightly different
4: function than, say, a mutual fund or an index fund.
0: So why are, why so are you, clearly you're a fan of bonds. So tell us what your reasoning is for wanting to invest in them.
4: Well, I'm a fan of bonds only to the extent that it seems to be a good idea to include them in a portfolio but i'm
2: not advocating for an all bonds portfolio or sure
0: well i, I mean was just curious we're very why. countercultural we're weird in a whole lot of ways <laughs> bonds bonds yeah. excluded but financial advisors what they do is over time as you get older they want to put you in more bonds to create safety which guess what creates safety for their jobs because you're not knocking down their door when you're going well i lost money and i'm about to be in retirement age and so that's a very countercultural thing where we go no, keep investing, diversify your portfolio. Four types of mutual funds: growth, aggressive growth, growth and income, international, and you're going to be better off in the long term.
1: So I'll, here's what I'll tell you. I'll answer the uh, personal question. Let George kind of walk you through it. I have no bonds in my personal portfolio. None, zero. Okay, so that's that's how I'm choosing to do it with me and my family. And so this isn't like a like we got some company statement that we're making. This is how I how I choose because the idea that it's somehow a protection or somehow a hedge against a riskier investment simply isn't it's not mathematically accurate right it's a debt product
4: right but I don't I guess I see it as more of a fixed income and that's what that's what advantage is it's the fixed income it's not some appreciation or that's debt or that I don't even see it i think every asset is inherently risky even treasury bonds right we i think we could all agree on that so i guess it's i was just curious where that just made with the risk reward but um i just wasn't sure how i felt about so see what your guys' thoughts were
0: yeah i mean like we talked about the returns you're going to get from bonds are not impressive you're going to do better in the stock market than in the bond market and they're gonna barely outpace inflation. And we want you to beat the market so that you can build wealth. And so when it comes to fixed income, if I have 5 million because I had all of my money in the stock market and none in bonds, and you've got 3 million because you were heavier in bonds, well, I'm gonna have a higher fixed income with my 5 million sitting there, even if it fluctuates a little bit with the stock market. But over time, we're gonna see the stock market continue to grow, the economy's gonna continue to grow long-term over a long period of time, and that's how we look at investing. And by the way, if you buy a bunch of
1: bonds when they're cheap and interest rates go up, you're going to be
0: unable to move those bonds. Because the value has gone down.
1: It, it, it had, so all it's, Yes, going back to your original thing, this is the idea of a... Um, it's like, remember when the, when the government gave put out the food pyramid years ago oh, yeah. and come to find out there was mostly lawyers who made that determination of what should be on the food pyramid? You're saying we shouldn't eat a ton of milk and sugar, John? I'm saying that milk and sugar shouldn't make up the bulk of your diet. Um, all that is, but this is not a nutrition show, so uh, now all the nutrition zealots are going to come at us. What I'm saying is there is, a, there is a picture that's been sold to us that is, this is the balanced portfolio. And this is what this looks like. We could go into a whole bond segment. I don't think that's worth the time. What I'm saying is understand that bonds don't provide like, well, you've got to have your dessert. Otherwise it's not a complete meal what I'll say is at the end of the day, it's just, it's not healthy. Let's move on.
0: Yeah. And there are some nerdy studies out there that I've looked at where it's comparing, hey, if you just stayed in the stock market with more aggressive investing strategies versus putting it in bonds, you're going to end up ahead in the long term.
1: It's a theory that doesn't pan out in reality.
0: Yes. And again, financial advisors want this because it's job security for them so that you're not angry when you lose some money in retirement. They want to make it safer for you as you go there. But Then you've got no return in retirement, which means that money's going to run out a lot faster Mm. because your retirement, remember, you might live to 95 and retire at 60. So you need that money to continue growing at the pace it was growing from 60 to 95 Mm. versus it running out at 70. So it's a great question, Graham. Uh, And if you're not satisfied with the website, I mean, we can agree to disagree. It's okay. We can still be friends. Thanks for the call, man. Angel joins us up next in Irvine. Angel, welcome to the show.
1: Please don't sing, John. What's hey up, dude? guys? How you doing? Good. You?
5: <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you for taking my call, man. Of course. <clears throat> right. So, so my question is this: uh, My wife and I were immigrants from Spain. Uh, we've been here for about twenty years. Uh, you know, everything has been great. We discovered you guys about six years ago. We started paying off all of our debts, and now we are on baby step number three. Uh, we believe we should be done with it by November this year. And so we have uh, a lot of certainty in that we are going to spend our retirement back in Spain in may, you know maybe 25 years from now, 20 to 25 years from now. Uh, we're currently renting, so we don't have a house. We don't own property. And, and so my main question would be, will it make sense for us to make an investment on a house right now, or she would focus on, on our retirement.
0: Well, I think you can do both. Do you have any money in retirement? So currently we have,
5: uh, saved up about, uh, $40,000. How and, old are you? Uh, in, I'm 44. Okay. My wife is 39, uh, and our, Household income is about 175. Awesome. Um, and so, well, that's really thanks to you guys. I mean, the the method really works. John and, and I did so, nothing, man. You you we did
0: didn't this. didn't do stuff. anything, Angel. You did it. So here's what I'm seeing, Angel. <laughs> I would absolutely invest in a home in the U.S. I mean, you say you're not going to retire in Spain for 25 years, and so think about what Correct. rent's going to do in 25 years in California. Versus you investing 15% of your income in retirement after you get your fully funded emergency fund, then saving up for that house down payment as quickly as possible, and then locking in a fixed expense with a 15-year conventional mortgage and paying that thing off before you retire in Spain. And then think about what the appreciation on that home will be 25 years from now in California or wherever you live, and you go sell that home and go retire with a giant pile of cash and no payments for a long time. That sounds like a great so it plan. Really, it,
5: so it would make a, It would make sense then. Okay, and, and for investment, then I should just follow
0: fifteen uh, percent of your income. Yeah,
5: rules for don't the, overthink the mutual it. funds.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Once you got a paid for home, you can ramp up that fifteen percent and go harder on that, and really start to you know ratchet it up if you guys want to retire earlier, but. You're doing great. Stay on the path, and definitely let's get the emergency fund beefed up, get the retirement beefed up, and get you in a home long term so that you're not trying to keep up with rent for 25 years. Way to go, man. More of your calls coming up on The Ramsey Show. John, you know this. August is National Make-A-Will Month, and we are celebrating all month long. If you don't have an up-to-date will as a part of your estate plan, what are you waiting for? You need to knock this out right now. But here's the thing. There's more to estate planning than just having a will. Estate planning covers all of the documents, plans, and conversations you need to have in case something happens to you. And no, you don't have to be an eccentric millionaire with an offshore account to have an estate plan. It wouldn't hurt, but you don't need it. So that means you need an estate plan because a good estate plan protects your family's future, and it's easy to put yours together with the right tools. And we've got a great estate planning guide for you that's free and easy to use. It'll help you keep track of everything you need, and it walks you through exactly which documents to get, like if your will, uh, like your will, if you don't have one. Uh, what conversations to have and where you can go to get more info so you can knock this stuff off your list so give yourself and your loved ones peace of mind by figuring this stuff out ahead of time you can download your complete guide to estate planning for free at com slash estate guide that's ramseysolutions.com slash estate guide before we before
1: we go on from here if if you've if you're new to the show let me say this uh, a friend of mine named John says the only reason to not have a will is if you hate your wife and kids. And I think he's exactly right. Um, The number of people I've sat with in the middle of the night whose husbands have died or whose wives have passed away who look at me and say, I don't know what to do. Uh, We have nothing. I got to go to work on Monday. I can't count that number of people. Mm. Have a will you can go to mama bear i mean just have a will go to mama bear wills get a will done you can do it in a not very long time at your kitchen table and knock it out
2: right absolutely um,
1: or you can go to a more drawn-out process you can get a full estate get a will i'm a single person get a will I'm, we're newlyweds we don't have any kids get a will there's no reason none
0: who are wills for breathing people
1: a hundred percent of us That's are gonna so. die none of us get out of this thing
0: right Love, Even will find you, a way. George. Love will find a way. Love will find a way. They will, man. Well, I just saw this article. It's been blowing up. Uh, Prince, his the you know the artist, his estate, Formerly known as. Finally, it came to an end. One hundred fifty-six million dollar estate. This crazy battle because he didn't have a will in place. One hundred fifty-six million dollars, and six years later, they finally ironed it out after a lot of pain and suffering.
1: So, I don't know about you, George, but over the last few years, I haven't been. I'd say over the last ten. I haven't been just overwhelmed by the government's performance on just multiple issues. Now, some things
0: are great. Some things I'm like, wow. They built a great park in my neighborhood, you know.
1: And when like you that. don't have a will, you are saying, You know who I want to take care of my wife and kids when I'm gone. You know who I want to take care of my family. I want the government to do it they're doing a bang-up job all across everything else I see let's let them go ahead and take care of my most prized possessions like my, my most prized relationships on the planet
0: I want to make sure they'll they'll take care of it don't do that no thanks Tom Hanks that's don't what do, I say no
1: thanks Tom Hanks at the bank I'm trying to make my a friend catch- named on Frank
0: I'm trying to make a catch- on That stank. well thank you for that reminder John get a will and uh, you can check out the state guide once again ramseysolutions dot slash estate guide it's completely free. All right, Brian joins us in Oklahoma City. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks,
6: guys. Uh, so I just had a few questions for you guys. Uh, right. We have so, a few answers. Let's do it. I, well, I hope so. So currently me and my household, um, it's single income. It's about 56000 a year. Um, so before we got on, the, on to Financial Peace University and everything else, I actually didn't even know about y'all's show until I, I got the new vehicle. And um, that was about $20,000 into debt. And so after watching um, the first couple of episodes on the Financial Peace University, um, we thought it was more lucrative for us to change the baby steps for us from one to two and do it backwards, pay off our debt first and then save because our budget's real tight and we wouldn't have been able to save the $1,000 completely up for like, four or five months and I felt like that was way too long for us to try to save up a thousand dollars versus keeping credit cards and not paying more on our car that we could have paid over that time what what do you guys think about that
0: well Brian uh, my brain hurts because you just said the word lucrative while also (laughs) saying you have zero (laughs) dollars in the bank while you pay off debt how is this a money-making scheme to you so, a, well, I don't,
6: miss, I don't necessarily think it's a money-making scheme. I think it's more along the lines of um, it's going to help us pay off debt faster, and then we can save afterwards. What happens right? if you
0: get a flat tire?
6: Well, I, I have a side job that I make about five hundred bucks a weekend on. That's your um, emergency
0: fund, dude. That's it. You, you just, just said bucks, yeah, yeah. five hundred bucks a week. So you can two weeks, you'll have a thousand bucks.
6: Ta-da! Right. And, and that's that's kind of what what i had always thought um but that that was aside from my regular household income because the other thing is djing weddings and so it doesn't necessarily always happen but all of your all of your income
1: all of your income all of it side hustles um front hustles back hustles top hustles bottom hustle all the hustles all that dumps into is your household income. So if you have a household income of 56000 and you make an extra 500 bucks a week, you're going to toss that on top of that, and all of that together is is piled in there.
0: Okay. Okay, Brian, I, um, I, there, I'm listening to this story. I don't see this as an exception to the rule. I don't see you as unique or special here. You save up $1,000, then we attack the debt using the debt snowball from smallest to largest, ignoring the interest rate. And uh, I might look at selling this car. What's it worth?
6: Uh, I have no idea what it's worth. We just bought it, I think, in uh, in May, um, before I even found out about Call and see what you can get University. for it. And if
1: you can get, uh, if you can get, uh, even Steven for it, then go sell it and then buy something half the price.
0: You have another car?
6: Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a beer car. And I mean, it, it's paid off. Um, but I, I put a lot of miles on it, uh, going back and forth to weddings and I drive it back and forth to work. The other car is, like our sacred car, we don't really take it anywhere if we don't have to. There it is,
0: the sacred. There's no car. such thing as a sacred car. Dude, it's a depreciating asset. It's a piece of metal that's going down in value every day. There's nothing sacred about it.
1: Yes, right. and um, don't keep a car payment and a nice car for a side hustle. I had to, and me and my wife getting out of debt. I don't tell the story a lot because it makes me sad and it makes me want to cry. George, um, I had to sell a couple of my guitars. Mm. And so it may be that you look at your nice DJ table and say, "Hey, I haven't been DJing. I'm going to sell my gear and get a thousand dollar emergency fund. Sell everything until you get that thousand
0: bucks." How much F- total debt? Figure do you it have? out.
6: Oh, uh, we only have about twenty-three thousand dollars in debt, including the car.
0: What's the other? You said twenty on the car. What's the other three?
6: Uh, they're like just some small credit cards.
0: Okay, so listen, dude. If you sold the car and then you worked. Uh,
1: six weeks and your side hustle, you're debt-free. You're done. You're free. Right.
6: Before the car, before we got the car, we were only a couple thousand dollars in the debt, but we we didn't really have a good car for us to use, and it was more of a headache to try to find a good used one. So, and it was real hard for us to get financing because we had that credit. And before David Ramsey, before we found out about Financial Peace University, we really didn't know, you know, the principles of
1: well, <laughs> let, let me ask now, you. Now you
0: know, Brian, ignorance was bliss until now. <laughs> yes,
1: now you know. Can, can we just say this? You, you've you've had tough. You've got tough credit. You've had a, a bad experiences with money. I uh, haven't been wise with it. Let me just ask you this point blank: Have your ways
0: worked?
6: As in finances? Yes.
0: No. Are you happy with where you are financially? Do you feel like you're crushing it?
6: I feel like I could do better. I don't think I'm crushing it, but I yeah. know that I'm not doing it. That's all we're here
0: to do is help you do better. better.
1: That's what I help you do better, man. In this this program, millions of people have done it. We, we The baby steps are in the order they are because they've been tried and true over millions of people, and you're no exception.
0: And if you go all in on this, I'm telling scorched earth, we're doing the baby steps exactly as is. We're not special. We're going to be one of those tens of millions of people who changes our family tree, sells the car, sells some gear, do whatever it takes, Man, it will change your financial situation, and even better, it's going to change you. Stop it's going to change how you make decisions. Stop saying, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but just go do it. Go do it. You got this, man. Let us know if we can help along the way. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. I'm Ramsey Personality, George Campbell, joined today by my colleague, Dr. John Deloney. That's a Ken Coleman word for you, John. Colleague. I was going to call you my good friend, but I'll go with colleague. I like that. Very professional. That's how we keep it here on the show. (laughs) Richard joins us up next in Vegas. Richard, what's going on? How you doing, gentlemen? Great. How can we help?
7: Excellent. So here's the deal. I am, uh, I'm 24. Uh, I've been with this girl for a while. We're looking at, uh, we're looking at getting married and we want to, uh, we want to buy a house. Uh, we want to do it the right way. We want to, uh, uh, we want to do it without needing any, uh, a credit score. I I've avoided cards, but we're newly started in our careers and have no idea how to how to pay for a house if we're not doing it the uh, I guess the traditional method with a FICO score and all that bullcrap.
0: You came to the right place, my friend. Excellent. I, I Excellent. did this uh, in 2019. Got a house without a credit score. Paid off the mortgage. Life is good. And so let me walk you through this. How how much? What's your income? Do you know what it'll be when you're married? Uh, yeah, it'll be between uh, 60 000 and 70 thousand in that ballpark. Okay, cool. You guys have any debt?
7: I have uh, I have sixteen thousand in student loans and four thousand in uh, in a car.
1: What do y'all do for a living?
7: Uh, she is a hairstylist and I am a magician of all things.
1: Excellent.
0: Aha! this Excellent. just got interesting. <laughs> so you do is this yes, full time work? It is. Okay, what do you make versus her? Do you know? Uh, we both make in
7: uh, in uh, around thirty five thousand dollars because it's Vegas. There's uh, a, a decent amount of variance with uh with the tipping industry. Sure. Um so that's why I say in the sixty to seventy thousand, but but in in about the thirty five thousand dollar ballpark each. And uh we're both again we just started our careers. Uh so I don't expect to make thirty five thousand for the rest of my life, but uh uh but it's a start.
0: Okay, cool. And Dude, uh, I love this is fantastic. Love magicians. They're the best. The, the best so the best. So what is uh you know if she has any debt? She does not Okay, so we're looking at twenty thousand dollars total in debt, and looking at seventy thousand dollars household income. So, yeah. how quickly can we pay off all of this debt and start saving up for the down payment?
7: Uh, I have been uh, I've been trying to put as much money uh, towards it as I can. Um, you know, I don't have a, a full seventy thousand right now. I have you know thirty five thousand. Sure. So I think I can, I can get a paid off from my own personal income in a matter of probably two or three years.
0: Okay. So two to three years, this thing's paid off. I want you to do it in two, and if that means side hustles, if that means something else, let's do that. But I think three years is for twenty grand. We can get this thing cleaned up in two years. That's ten grand a year. Are you
1: able to drive in the evenings or do pickups in the morning, or are you able to squeeze in side hustles there? It seems like a job like Uber, Uber, Uber Eats would be a perfect side hustle to what you're doing. I. Uh, uh, that is, Yeah, that's a possibility. I can okay. actually, um, I, I won't
7: bore you with the details, but I can actually kind of fight hustle magic as, okay. uh, as a street performer.
1: I uh, think, which is, here's a, I, I I'm going to one-up George. I want this thing gone in 12 months. I want this thing gone in the max 16 months. I want you to put that on a calendar okay. and reverse engineer it and say, how much money do I have to make every month? And work on it like your life depends on it. Because it kind of does. Because you're one okay. more shut down from being in O'Crap oh Land, right? Yes, sir. Let's get this stuff all done, man. Let's just knock it out and let's have one crazy year. You'll look back and remember the time we were nuts when I was 24. And then when I was 25, I was free. And then you can go do real magic, right?
0: Are you engaged yet, Richard? Uh, Not officially, no. Okay. It's a magic uh, ring, George. I, I, yeah. It's, a magic. it's a so, magic. But we're ring. talking, you know, maybe marriage is on the horizon a year from now. You have a wedding?
7: Yeah, thereabouts. Um, we're, we've been concerned with uh, money has been a big thing and just, you know, it's just, um, we've been scared. If I'm being completely honest, yeah. we're absolutely terrified. Mm. Uh, so I haven't, I haven't uh, gotten down on the knee and officially asked the question, but it's,
0: it's going to happen. Again. Awesome. Yeah. Well, do that when the time's right, but I think we need to pause. I love that you're excited to get in a home, but it's going to be years from now, yeah, and that's okay. It's a couple years away, dude. So get that $1,000 starter emergency fund. Beyond that, any money goes towards the debt. Let's clean up this debt in a year or two. Uh, then let's start making sure we cash flow the wedding, no debt there, cash flow the ring, mm-hmm. and then be about the business of getting three to six months of expenses saved up in an emergency fund. And then and only then do we start saving up for that down payment and you're going to have a lot more margin in your life. You're going to be making more money and have no payments. And so I want you to save up, you know, 10% down would be great. 20% would be even better to avoid private mortgage insurance where you're just throwing money away to the lender. And then make sure you get a 15-year fixed-rate conventional mortgage with a payment that's no more than a quarter of your take-home pay. You get all those numbers, and we got I, them all I, on our website as well. <laughs> I know I threw a lot at okay, you, there. Cool. Hey, but that's what the path uh, looks uh, like.
7: Yeah, I'm writing this down, but if you got it on the website, I will uh, I'll look up there.
1: Richard, let me let me tell you this. Here's here's what this is going to look like in real life. This is you sitting down with the woman who's about to be your fiance, and probably get engaged, and then y'all sit down and say, "Here's what life's going to look like." I want y'all to grieve it you know, it'd be really cool to be to get married. She's a hairstylist of, for the stars in Vegas. And you're, you've got your name on a big thing. Y'all aren't there yet. And so grieve it. that would be super cool. If we we're 25 and married with a big dope house here in Vegas. It's not going to happen. So let's grieve it. Let's, let's go out to dinner and be like, this is our sad dinner. And then after that, we're going to get real excited about our one bedroom apartment that we can actually afford. And when we afford it, we're going to feel safe. And we're not going to spend the first two or three years panicked and worried about, hey, are you working? Why are you sitting down? You should be out cutting hair. We can't make the rent. And we're going to have unnecessary fights and stress and drama in our new wedding, in a new marriage that doesn't need any more stress than it's already going to have. You see what I'm saying? So we're going to lean into this thing, and then we're going to be happy about the one-bedroom apartment because we can afford it. And then we're going to be about... Um, working these careers and grinding and grinding and grinding until one day me and George come out to Vegas to see Richard. Yes. Um, i like, wait, is we'll that the We'll come see guy? your show. Hey, yeah, when you hit it, you let us know and you send us some, t- we'll be there. That'll be a
0: blast. I'm willing to pay for the tickets but you can give us for free. It'd be great. George is the guy. I'm um, the guy. I will pay for my tickets. Actually, I, I no, like you send point. me my tickets. Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with, especially once you get married, You got to adjust to a whole new lifestyle. So let's just rent for a while. Getting into a home can be very stressful. There's a lot of costs, uh, a lot of things associated with it. So it's totally okay to rent for a year or two after you're married. And let's start saving up that down payment. Let's not rush into this thing with nothing down while we still have debt. That is a recipe for disaster financially and maritally. And I actually would tell if he had said, hey, I've got $200,000
1: ready to put down on a house. I'm going to get engaged and get married. I would say, hey, I would do my best to talk him into pausing pause rent just just get to know one another man and you think we've been dating for five years when you start brushing teeth next to each other everything's mm. different
0: right you're gonna you start see- to see all the ticks and all the quirks and this is where john puts his laundry in the corner of the room
1: yes and if you've married somebody that has a lot of ticks i was thinking
0: of the bugs because i live out in the woods oh yeah literally john has to worry about ticks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is why i don't go to john's house exactly and because i don't invite you that too yeah there we go but it's a good reminder, John, for those that are, there's a lot of people who are excited about, I want to get married, I'm going to get a house, and life's going to be so great, we're going to have this dual income, but when you do it, and you still have debt, and you're trying to get the house, and now we feel like we need to upgrade in car, and look at our married friends are doing. It caused us so much drama and pressure. Yeah, and we just need to slow down and run our own race. Yeah. I had a great line the other day on the show, I don't remember it, but it was well, something you've already to that dropped uh,
1: No Thanks Tom Hanks, and so you're one for one.
0: It was when you run other people's race, there is no finish line. That was that's a good line. I'm. Uh, we can agree to disagree. All right, fine. If I tweeted that, I'd get at least three retweets, though. And two of them would be your mother. <laughs>
1: and one of them She's would be not your wife.
0: on Twitter. Jokes on you, John. <laughs> Sweet May. Uh, when you got when you guys got married, did you move directly into a house into now, a townhome? We had an apartment, and we started saving up aggressively. And I was doing side gigs. I was like hosting outside events. I was doing marketing consulting. I was building websites. I was going, how can we stack up as much money as we can for this down payment? And then we also went, let's get a really reasonable house cuz the bank said they'd give us like half a million dollars. Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> and so going for a very reasonable mortgage on a reasonable house, it doesn't need to be a 5 bedroom, 4 bath. It's just the two of us. Right. Relax. Just the two of us. Again, John singing. You're welcome, America, and I'm sorry. And we lived in a tiny little apartment, too. And I It's don't know, great. You kind of look back on those days with fond memories. They were
1: miserable, but um, we got to figure each other out, and we got to learn one another as the bugs were coming in the apartment.
0: You learn all kinds of things, oh, yeah. right? It's good. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to Austin and James and Will and the whole crew in there, Andrew, and, of course, you, John. I guess America's in there, too. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back with you before you know it.